Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Leverage. Specifically, welcome back to Leverage Episode 3, Underworld. With Kate back in sale. When last we left off, the team had um, taken on a punk-ass chemistry student who had instilled himself into the top of a drug operation, hardening the drugs they sold and uh, generally leaving the leaving the whole operation vulnerable to piano and ass prints related scams yeah it's real unfortunate how it just like brought open that whole channel for all of those purveyors of that sort of mis <laughs> misdeeds rookie mistake really i know you know you should be prepared for ass schemes at all times that's why every other drug dealer passed on the offer and over the course of your investigations particularly your um your investigation into his mindscape you discovered that there was there is tangentially related to his operations a bar slash nightclub that you have identified as the hell's kitchen bar and nightclub what part of his what part of his mindscape did we identify that from i um, identified it from a uh, business card he had on him and i looked it, it up and i went there personally without informing anyone else at the start at least indeed ah okay I, I wasn't sure if we had figured that out in the previous game or not. That was a matter of detail, but we didn't get deep into it. Yeah, we had figured out that much in the previous game. Right. Okay. Because most of the research is going to start this session. Yay! Let's see. We and by the way, for anyone who's listening, uh, the Hell's Kitchen property was available because uh, after the unfortunate passing of Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> the Hell's Kitchen... <laughs> I was waiting for that to come up. Yeah. I knew it would. <laughs> The Hell's Botched Kitchen. A forehead Botox treatment. <laughs> it turns out they can't just hold on to the license forever. Ever since uh, President Dustin from Stranger Things vetoed the changed <laughs> copyright again. No, he can't do that. He would have been killed by the uh, robot corpse of Walt Disney. <laughs> do you we think know that? But, you know, President Dustin is a lot at his disposal. <laughs> Actual name. <laughs> I okay, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> Gatton Matarazzo the third. Wow, yeah. It's a big shot. Anyway, James and President. So, <laughs> and so it turns out that Bobby Flake couldn't make the uh, property work, so Guy Fieri took it over and switched over to Heaven's Kitchen, a soup kitchen. Nice. Does he still, does he still throw in complaints about how it's... I'm so mad this all is canon. <laughs> <laughs> he still throw in complaints occasionally that things are just fucking raw. <laughs> all Look. these B-list celebrities are so canon. <laughs> Well, yes, but it's more of a problem because he's serving it to the needy. <clears throat> and uh, yes, of course, this is the most likely outcome for our future. I asked Nate Silver and he put it through his election machine. <laughs> Topical. Not when we post this. <laughs> Nate Silver conducted his uh, statistical magic and uh, received another output from the device. Internet, believe <laughs> us, we were once topical. <laughs> They'll never believe that. <laughs> not me. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. So. I assume that you are interested in seeing just what this um, this person dealing with much larger things than himself is doing, dealing with the Hell's Kitchen bar and nightclub. You would be correct. So you do your own research, and I'd like to hear about some of it, but I have given you the results in your respective personal messages. Um, the, the primary way that she went about researching it, since she was the first one looking into it, and later would share the information after not having found too much? Initially, I suppose? Because, like, I have details about the place, I don't have details about what they're doing. <laughs> so, um, 
so yeah so like after after investigating it on her own and not seeing any immediate signs of like you know mob influence or whatever um would have gone back and reported to everyone else uh the information but uh the way she went about it was uh going in as a patron more than anything else um other than the few scars she has, uh, Pepper tries to stay in excessively trendy outfits, so going inside of uh, clubs is super easy for her. Does she deck out her robot arm? No, no, that's covered with, like, fake skin. Oh, she doesn't, like, fill a full, like, Christmas lights or something? Uh, I don't think this is a rave club. Is it a rave club? <laughs> it's more just a dance club. Yeah. Okay. They got theme nights. Besides, then I'd have to start taking all, uh, you know, like lock picks and stuff out of it if I was going to put in lights. Putting glow sticks instead of lock picks. But, but yeah, like over a couple days, she's going to just spend time there um, and, you know, take the time to like casually watch people uh, and act like she's just being pleasant, having conversation tipsier than she is, but actually paying attention to the security structure and actual structure of the building itself and the like. Cool. All right. Uh, probably start with the masterminds thing as we're hanging out again in Kayla's van. All right, you're in your bizarre hacker A team van. It's a it's a it's an RV with Hula Girl. Yeah, on the front that that came with it. Who is uh, now a listening device? Uh, yes. Also, <laughs> if it is removed from the dashboard, the the van does explode. <laughs> you know i think that might be excessive but i do like the idea of needing it there for the van to work oh my god this hula girl is structural yeah it's like too hard make sure her hips don't wiggle too much this is important does the antenna do that thing where it like swivels around in the middle like it's going around a sphere antenna yeah of the hula girl on the the, the rv oh like uh like like a boat's antenna kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Except it's got a little, it's got a Doppler sphere around it. Ooh. And a Dyson sphere. Yes. It making the entire rig useless. <laughs> it's a very inefficient way to transmit power to itself. <laughs> it recovers all the energy. Unfortunately, it also consumes all the energy. <laughs> It recovers ninety eight percent of the energy because there's a there's no such thing as a perfect energy. <laughs> I have surrounded this UV lamp with solar panels, which means 002 percent of the energy goes to transferring the RV forward. <laughs> yeah, it just turns into heat work. It boils some water and uh, moves the RV. The motion machine is a joke. It just keeps going faster and faster. <laughs> we invented it for our stoner van. We're not. We can't remember how. It's not perpetual mo. It's not only perpetual motion. It actually makes more energy than we put in originally. Lisa, in this house, we open lots of thermodynamics. In fact, it's getting faster. I, we really should tell someone about this before it starts sucking in all of us. But you know, it, let's see how it goes. There's something so unsettling about flying a kite at night. Hello, mother. Is the RV still like also an RV? Um, also the, function as an RV. Uh, it's it's had some stuff removed to make to make room for workstations and display areas. But uh, it, any amenities you would see in an RV, uh, feel free to add. Okay, I'll say underneath like one of the fold down beds. Isaac has a setup where. One bulletin board folds down while another is attached to the bottom of the bed so that it can double as a workstation where he's got stuff pinned all over. Nice. All and right. Yeah, the, the, the wall is both uh, the wall is both. It's got both slide projection paint and also is a cork board somehow. 
Yeah. Pepper doesn't work here. And a mini bar. That's a given. <laughs> How clean are we keeping this thing anyway? Clean RB clean or office clean? I'm assuming cluttered, but clean. Once a week, Kayla shovels all the McDonald's bags out. <laughs> With an actual snow shovel. We don't eat McDonald's. Oh, How's it all get here? You knocked over a Mount Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> all your Sonic uh, wrappers and things. Oh, yeah. Sonic wrappers, right? It's Simpsons garbage rules. We have to, everyone who over knocks it over have to take it out. We're uh yeah no we're parked we're parked in we're parked at a Sonic. <laughs> As Raquel's got the the vehicle docked right now. All right, we've been outsourced this job by a private investigation firm through Polycorp, Hell's Kitchen Bar and Nightclub. And he points to a couple pictures of the grounds around it at night with people walking in and out. Owner Persephone Peters. Five missing persons in the last few weeks. That's interesting. Hell's Kitchen has been just barely not prosecuted for criminal negligence. Police have entered and investigated, but the nightclub has not changed any practices or any scheduling to help them in their investigation. So it seems we'll be trying to figure out where these people are going. Hopefully we can find them still alive. I mean, at the very least, it's probably affiliated with what we've already been concerned about. Likely. I think I can shed a little bit of light on the investigations here. Um, so as, uh, let's see, gotta get the character names up. Isaac, as you're aware, Hell's Kitchen has been in business for about 10 years. Um, and current, and Persephone Peters, uh, currently squeaky clean legal record has been there for five. Um, I've gotten to the looking through the employee database. It appears to have been completely scrubbed of any previous uh, any previous people that work there. Um, Security is provided by a third party firm called Guard Dog Security, uh, led by three people that all work on site. Do I have the do I have names or any profiles on these guys? I do. Okay. Um, uh, the profiles of which Andrew will supply. Uh, it's a very very expensive facility to maintain. Um, as mentioned before, there's some missing person investigations underway. But um, as I've gone, as a uh, what 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 county are we in? Oh boy, I can't remember the counties in uh, good old county. San Francisco counties, <laughs> Riceroni County. It's not as easy as L.A., where L.A. is its own county. I'll say this is in uh, Alameda County. Right. Uh, but looking through the uh, going through the records from the Alameda from the Alameda. Alameda County Department of Justice um, appears that uh, several uh, several suits have been filed against, or several several criminal uh, cases have been filed uh, against uh, Hell's Kitchen, but uh, they've all all of them seem to have been dropped, um, indicating some kind of uh, persuasion, intimidation, um, perhaps an insolvency. And looking through the blueprints of the facility. It appears that uh, there's some there's a pretty standard lower floor, but it seems like there's a eight uh, at least eight rooms up top that are some kind of employee lodging and two maintenance rooms. Uh, I'm assuming the place is two floors. Yes. Okay. Also, um, little thing to mention about the insolvency thing. Mm-hmm. About five years before now, in 2065, there's this unpopular bill that got passed that was that really restricted the situations in which you can report that a business that you don't own yourself is either solvent or insolvent. A lot of people call that a devastating blow to transparency, but it passed on the narrative that protected vulnerable businesses from predatory investors. 
who Wall Street was in big trouble at the time. Right. Uh, President Dustin from Stranger Things has been trying to reverse it, but he's been uh, he's been fought on it by Congress. Yeah, he's been deadlocked on it by Congress, like every president. I like that we don't even call him President Dustin. It's always the full fake name. <laughs> it's like calling him like TV's Dustin. Real name, but his, his campaign slogan is "It's me, Dustin from Stranger." <laughs> yeah, we it's talked about this earlier. It's that, he, ran it's that he has a real name, but everyone calls him that because it pulled way better. Anyway, Kayla gets off of Twitter on the uh, on on the projector and opens the floor. <laughs> the memes are removed from screen. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, all the the president Dustin memes. Does uh, anyone have information on the victims yet? Nothing on the victims themselves. Uh, I do have that the heads of the security firm, uh, uh, Mr. Barbus, Karis, and Manos, uh, a couple of get fellows in their thirties. That uh, for some reason, uh, one of my oh, the card game, one of the guys is real obsessed with the fact that they all had big beards, you know, big old Z top style beards, except for Barbus. That wasn't sure why it stood out so much. Said it was a, uh, ironically like Frank Beard from the tops. Uh, see, the place has been changing hands. Uh, it's been ten years. About five years ago, it went to our girl Persephone, and looks like they have been running uh, a theme nights recently. More and more as they go. More and more what? More and more as they go. Just more frequent all the time. What kind of I theme nights have they been running recently? Uh, just you know, movie nights and uh, particular kinds of music, live entertainments. Okay. You can find all sorts of things on their list of uh, popular events in recent past. Uh, also, one thing, if I have stolen emails from the Justice Department, do I have uh, victims' names uh, filed as part of the as part of the missing person suits? You do. Mostly 20-somethings. No one really of note. You can't really find much of a connection between them besides they went to this club. Sure. No matches in gender, class, background. No. Um... Three men, two women, two college educated, one high school educated, one grad school educated, and one uh, one uh, middle school educated. All baseball cap sized, medium, even traditional attractiveness. Uh, as you find it, as, as you stock pictures of them on on the, the 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 Facebook, you find that's no no real trend there. They're all three to seven out of tens, so no trend. Oh, this one's an eight. Ooh. We gotta break in the pattern, boys. Usually in a series of disappearances, you'd see connections between them. Oh, is there any way to tell if they had implants? I think everybody does at this point, right? Yeah. Majority, at least, yeah. Most people do. And from the look of their posting history on their public profiles, because, you know, fuck security, um, it appears that they had basically a 24-7 posting schedule. That, of course, stopped when they disappeared. It's a yes. It's, they they have one of them is do, was doing a selfie an hour for the rest of their life. One what of happened? the one of the first uh, actually the first missing person. Um, they've put up a memorial page. One has a bot that's still posting. Actually, <laughs> it's a meme generator bot. Pepper, anything for the table? Uh yeah. So uh, may have already checked out the place. Um, gotta say, uh, it's. I mean, it's not like a fortress or anything like there is some hitches to it. See, the big thing is uh, it's it's a dance club. It's got a dance floor, bunch of place people sit, have conversations if they want. Relatively private. The noise is loud and the outcroppings are a little out of the way. Uh, but the thing is, the place never stops. 
it actually does not close down for the day ever. It is 24-7. They have a lot of workers, and they are definitely overworked. I'm not sure if underpaid, but I would assume so. Um, they're, it's pretty constant. 10-hour shifts, then in, out, uh, getting recycled into the next batch of people who are way too tired to be there. Um, beyond that, I mean, there's... There's guards that are there, and they're well-staffed enough, but uh, they're not, like, hulked out to any sort of ex-military or the like. Um, most of it, uh, the rest of the building, it's kind of oldish, has some uh, actual brickwork that's a bit dated currently going on here. It used to be a ballroom um, back uh, quite a while ago. Um, and above it, though, the second story, you've got a number of kind of administrative areas, uh, VIP rooms, meeting rooms. Um, really, that's about it. There's a constant flow of people coming in and out. So the party just never stops. I mean, it probably slows down, but yeah, stopping out of the question. It seems like a good time to mention that the location has the tag 24-7 party D8. Now, if you were to represent... I'm just thinking of the the two mellow song 24-hour party people. Now, if you were, if you were, if you were trying to represent these uh, these guards here... Uh, would you represent them with like I don't know a, a D six or like a like a D four and a D eight? Are they tweaking? You know, are they attached to those those dice? If, if you required a number that was divisible by two but less than twenty, hypothetically, uh, the the rank and file guards of this place are well led D eight nightstick militia D six. Oh dang, powerful! They're well organized and they're they're equipped, but at the same time they're just guys you know sure sure so uh subterfuge as always important i mean yeah <laughs> i don't think any of us want to be getting hit with uh night six or tasers no i've been there hit the worst i mean it happens i'd still rather avoid it oh absolutely i'm with you all right so what's your next step well if you ask me we got most of our intel on their security firm who would know if anyone where someone vanished to we could be looking look at them yeah, we can look into guard dog security. Where are they based? Uh, they are based right here in the um, in the area. In fact, the owners of the businesses are the ones working practically twenty four seven in the building. Oh, okay, so it's like the the actual business is three people. Um, it's them doing the sort of leading work, and they also specialize in contracting in firms for the sort of people below them. Gotcha. Okay, so the the, the leaders of guard dog and their guys are also working in the club, right? Isaac's going to try to figure out if uh, basically he wants to look and see if the police investigations are legit and uh, blameless uh, in what way let's make sure that there's that the police are working on these cases and they're being allowed access but are they actually trying well it seems oh. like uh, we we got that the we got that the state's attorney's office uh, just kind of they seem to be dropping the cases because they don't have anything to work with yeah, the cats got hard stopped when they. Although I guess them. that could be that the that the detectives are not giving them anything, or the witnesses are not willing to come forward, or whatever. Yeah, if it's, it's the same you. detectives, same whatever. So it's people, uh, people vanishing from the place, correct? Um, all of these people have a shared thing, and that the club is their last known location before disappearing. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's see. And how would you like to find that information out? Oh, good question. You're going to just hack into the PD? Gonna I mentioned go having somewhere. a few uh, police contacts I could try to go through. Yeah, police contacts are probably the best way to go about it. I'm trying to hack a government law enforcement database. 
that should probably be a last ditch effort but uh he'll all uh let's go try to frequent some uh cop stops cough cop cop coffee cop donuts cop whatever cop spaghetti all right um, cop italian for dinner give cop me eggs and bacon for breakfast give me willpower grifter uh for me or kevin whoever's trying to get this info i think you should do that yeah uh, grifter plus what now willpower well i'm okay at that so yeah um and it's been a couple weeks. Uh, give my total or uh, your top two dice. Uh, you know, so if you rolled any other stuff with it, eleven total. Eleven, not bad, not bad. All right, you find that uh, the investigations are going more or less by the book, but given the fact that the place is such a nonstop party, it's sort of th- their usual methods for collecting evidence are getting largely trampled. So genuine efforts, but they're just getting uh, stonewalled by the company or the club itself. Yeah, more or less, it's just sort of difficult for them to collect much evidence when there isn't much, um, if they don't really have a heading to look inside the place. They figure they'd have to shut the place down completely for days on end to get an accurate look. And even then, it'd be a rough, it'd be a, it'd be a rough move, especially with, you know, cutbacks to the force and all that. Yeah, are there any, is there anybody on site doing surveillance or anything because there's a, because of the recent multiple disappearances associated with the place? Um, yeah, you can find that out too. Uh, you know that there is at any given time one cop on duty that's, uh, that just sort of hangs around there, works with the security force when they need it. Sure. Okay. By the way, the full Hell's Kitchen stat set is 24-7 party D8, mood lighting D6, casual dress code D6. All right. I gotta find a way to use this casual dress code. Yeah, it'll make your results more uh, consistent, but give you more chances for complications. Yep. As is the nature of these things. You know, I've I've gotten to look at the interior as like uh, as a patron uh, so far, but uh, now that we're more looking into this directly as a case, uh, I want to kind of look around the outside of the building, especially see what potential. Um, like ways out that people could bring uh, any illicit substances that weren't, wouldn't go through the door or especially larger things, you know, including bodies or people. Uh, there's a fair amount of um, windows on the outside, though they largely seem to connect into the main hallway of the upper floor that you managed to sneak a peek of from the inside. And is there no like uh, back entry even for bringing in like food stuff? So like uh, it does have a back entry for sort of bringing in the, the bar the like bar snacks and the alcohol okay because as much of a party as it is to see the guy bringing in new booze it's sort of a pain to get the cart through if he takes the front door <laughs> yeah let's see does anyone is anyone looking into um getting your mind jack updated to do what to you know key to another person i mean we don't okay. know who specifically to jack to yet though we, we want to uh, persephone seems like the obvious choice Fair, but we don't know for certain. But it's probably worthwhile having. I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt anything to get that. Uh, Barmist did stand out among the captain of the guards there. I'm sorry. Uh, Barmist did stand. Uh, Barbus did stand out among the uh, the guard dog fellows. If we want to get him on too. With the is that the one with the big easy top beard, or are they all have the big only one? Top? The only one who does not have a beard is uh, okay. Barbus, and people thought it was weird. So he's not, beard. in fact, a weird beard. All right. Sorry, just noting a few things down. All right. What do you do next? I guess we can stake out the club. Fair enough. Um, and 
what what are you staking it out to try and see uh let's see um so we know kind of we know kind of where things go go in and out from um i guess just seeing i guess just watching foot traffic sure uh, coming in and out through the through the front seeing uh seeing who's there seeing how things make their way inside the club all right let me see here so casing a place for foot traffic would either be thief or mastermind i figure mastermind seems a little underutilized all right i've got uh i also have oh yeah i've got my infrastructure bonus to mastermind as well yeah why not you manage you can use that to find a efficient place to uh stake out is that alertness uh alertness mastermind then yeah sure okay uh Ooh, boy. Wow, that sucked. Uh, that's a six with a complication. I will keep that complication in mind for a scene to come. I do have one more thing I'd like to do with the exterior also. Sure thing. Um, I'm trying to uh, essentially find a time on an area around the back, so I figure there's probably less people just constantly there. Uh, a time where I can at least get like 30 seconds to clamor up the wall a bit and place a uh, small camera at a couple of those windows pointed at the uh, second story, just to see who goes through there. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, just get some cameras up there, I suppose. Agility Thief. Okay. Heading up fire escapes and such. She's also just good at hand climbing, and if there's anything to grip onto. Fair enough. Fire escapes always make it easier, though. It's true. I got a nine on that. Nine. Okay. Yeah, you managed to see that... Um, about every 10 minutes, one of the guards, a different one each time, or one of the main security force guards, uh, does a path along the top floor. And you see, uh, every once in a while, you'll see Persephone Peters herself walking along, the owner of the club, uh, looking rather impatient, sort of pacing about. Okay. Uh, we'll just leave these up for a while, and if they show up, uh, anyone uh, unexpected or that she's particularly paying a lot of attention to, I'll keep in mind. Sure thing. And let's see, Kayla, with your six, you recognize that there is no one in this place who actually seems to stay the night. They, um, the, the, the deal is sort of you go in, you spend a while, even the employees, no one seems to stay longer than their shift. Okay, so everybody, everybody seems to... There's nobody that I, I guess I guess as far as I've been able to watch for the duration of time, everybody that's come in has eventually come out. Yes. Okay. I guess even if you don't have to sleep, eventually you get tired. Right. Of partying, like Slammers McKenzie, he has the party twenty four seven, or he's fired. <laughs> Rock on. There'll be more parties for you. <laughs> And there is something from the information I've given you that information interacts with. I will leave that to you to figure out. Anyone else up to something? Could we get a fake uh, security badge kind of set up or a slot on the roster for the security team to get into either the uh, I could try office? to set that up if the security company is big enough that they wouldn't that they wouldn't immediately catch on to that. They said they hire out, don't they? Yeah, you'd have to have a good reason for them to. Uh, to change their contract, you're likely in the middle of a uh, of a decently long contract on your time scale at the moment. Or like replace a guy with that too. Sure. Are you trying to just sort of make a uniform and show up saying that? Or are you going to try and fabricate a position at a security firm? Um, I can fabricate that. I could I could fabricate that if you don't have one already. Yeah, notify it best. Um, 
especially since like they contract out right so they kind of just their their roster is changing from day to day not from day to day it's a little bit more stable than that but it does change um i could try and uh i could try and alter guard dogs um like contract roster to add to add something that's like a new contract basically and throw okay. his employee profile in all right so would that be so, intelligence hacker <laughs> so considering that this is uh this is actually a pretty secure it, it's a security firm so it's, it's actually a pretty secure setup mm-hmm. you're going to need to sort of work quickly so give me agility hacker okay fair um I could also do, I guess I could also use Thief and break in and add the records myself. <laughs> yes, that would be Agility Thief. All right. Um, yeah, I might do that and I'll throw in my, uh, if I use my, if I use my distinction, is that a D8? Uh, distinction. Because I am tiny, yes. which allows me to sneak in easier. Yes, that is a D8 because you're using it. All right, cool. So Agility Hacker and uh, Kayla Fox is tiny. <laughs> I can't remember. Do you have to spend plot points to establish things before or after a roll? Um, I believe you can do it after. Okay. But I keep forgetting the rules. All right. Well, that was less bad. Um, uh, I'm going to spend a plot point to add my other, to add my third die to that to make that a 14. Okay. Well done. You managed to, uh, well, why don't you tell me what you do? All right. So what kind of, what kind of facility is, uh, is guard dogs like, I'm assuming they're I'm assuming they have their their own local server. So like what yeah. what is their office like? They are basically in their own little section of an office building. There's a secretary, a back door, front door, back doors kept locked. The inside of the place is guarded by one or two uh, key card entries. Mm-hmm. And presu- and the as you'll quickly find out, the server door is guarded by um is guarded by a keypad. Okay. So I'm going to uh, so how how tall is the office building? Uh, it's the building itself is probably a good eight floors, but they only have offices on two of them. Gotcha. All right. So uh, yeah, Kayla will do. Uh, let's see. I guess from the floor above Guard Dog's office. Uh, uh okay. What's uh and what are, what are their hours? Um, more or less twenty four seven, but um, fair during the night just by just for tradition's sake, they have uh, fewer people there. Right, right. Um, all right, yeah. So seeing at the front, seeing that there's always guards at the front, um, and looking at regular security patrols, um, yeah. So I'm I'm leveraging that I'm <laughs> I'm leveraging things. Uh, I'm oh, leveraging that I am uh... tiny. So uh, uh, Kayla is taking advantage of Kayla's taking advantage of the um their hubris and uh thinking that thinking that they they're very uh high up uh they have some very high up windows around the entire facility which in most cases is a defensible thing but not when you're uh not when you're like five one and you can just and uh you can jimmy the window open from the outside uh so she gets in through the she gets in through the bathroom um and then kind of and then looking through the patrolling uh looking through the patrolling guards route goes through goes between cubicles getting to uh getting to the server room which has its whole which has its whole keypad system um but unfortunately has a uh, unfortunately the keypad system has a, a fatal flaw that allows it to uh that that can be exploited with a knife and a soda can um in what way 
Uh, so it's a mechanical. It was, it, it's a mechanical keypad. So you can uh, you can when uh, with basically a thin piece of metal. Um, I'm I'm also just throwing it. It's a mechanical keypad for flair. Um, sure. With a thin piece of metal, you can uh, you can feel which uh, you can feel which uh, keys in the pad uh, are the ones that have been keyed in as the uh, by just by just quickly depressing them, you can figure out which four keys in the pad have been set as the uh, has been set as the combination. And then it's just a matter of it's just a matter of you know smashing four numbers. Fair enough. Yep, you're in. And you managed to fabricate that. Uh, yeah, how much are you fabricating? Um, let's see. I think I'll probably I'll I'll throw in. I'll have a fake last name so that uh so that Andrew can still go off of his first name because Andrew's a pretty common name. Um, and yeah, I'll throw in uh I'll throw in a security firm that uh I'll throw in the name of a of a real security firm that has an that has enough other members that it would be difficult to check. Or that it would be like kind of a pain in the ass to make sure uh, that's the case. Um, he seemed uh, he's vetted, and um, actually, does Andrew have his own like security firm that he comes from? Uh, no, he's an office kind of guy. Um, goes from off uh, business business, making pitches mostly. Okay, um, I'll just uh, you know I'll just I'll throw instead of a instead of a large security firm, uh, I'll just have a uh, shell company. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's got an, he's got uh, he's got his standard employee photo, and yeah, I mean, and what other what other bio information is on there? Um, she looked at the she looked at the crew DB before, or like the kind of gotten the idea of it, and so had basically just a script on a USB drive. Fair enough. And yeah, then sneaks back out through the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. And uh, yeah, then I've got uh, I guess I've got the credentials um on like a i don't know i'm assuming they have some kind of arfid badge i can make that <laughs> yeah that's fine that's not really something you need to roll for yeah all right so with all these things set up what is the plan all right well we know the people we know the people come in and everybody seems to come out which leaves the question of what all the rooms on the top floor are for um I've never really done the nightclub scene, so I'm not sure what those would normally be for if they're not. For they wouldn't be used for the nightclub scene. The thing is, most of the stuff on the, that they have there is probably related to the other businesses. You shouldn't be having a meeting in a nightclub otherwise. Likely, so it's probably some kind of the nightclub itself has become a front operation. Probably. Um, if we had any idea of what would make someone target something, I'd more than be willing to have the idea of someone being bait in this case but since we're not sure about that the next best thing would probably be to somehow go after the actual meat here rather than just go to the club i can uh try and i could try and break in and plant some kind of surveillance i mean i've already done so got surveillance inside that's not the problem have we do we have any have we gotten anything on from the uh from your from your bugs or whatever if you mean all, getting been... all the way inside the meeting rooms, that'd be a little more difficult to do quietly. Doable, just not easy. Um, hey, she offered to get uh, get get uh, surveillance in there. She's confident, apparently. I'm willing to do it if we need to get it done. I'm confident enough in that. But at the same time, are we sure that's specifically the way we want to take it? I suppose this seems like the area, and there's some maintenance. There's some maintenance stuff up there as well. Um, is there any kind of like rooftop access on this place? 
Uh, I mean, you can get up to the roof, but there is no way to get from the roof to inside, really. Gotcha. Is there basement to this place? Um, if there is, then it's either behind. It's somewhere behind the bar. Okay. And there's no sort of mystic elevator that could take us from the basement to the second floor. Yeah, we have to roll. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, it just dropped me right on the roof. Um, the expansion added a dumb waiter. <laughs> So I'm thinking that we need to know what they're up to um, one way or another. We could try and do a bug, but we can't be certain they're going to talk about anything. Do you think you could extract something if we got you to like like you were able to alter the records and the like? Um, do you if you actually had access to like individuals computers, though, would you have their emails and the like? Probably, yeah. If if they're uh, if I can't sniff if I can't sniff the packets, like if they're on a hard line, then I'd have to get in that way, and I I can tap that easily enough. How well is the security company doing? Uh, the security company itself appears to be fairly well off, given uh, what you know from the outside and what information Kayla could glean from the inside. Are they only local? Yes, they are local to Alameda County. And how fast do they seem to be expanding? Um, the business itself is, oh, uh, the security for, do you mean guard dog or the security firm they've contracted with? Oh, excuse me. I'm not sure of the difference, I suppose. Uh, guard dog is the three people that are running the, the guards from inside. The guards themselves are contracted out from a larger security firm. Ah, okay. Um, so guard dog is its own company? Yes. So they're security contractors, whereas the other people are your actual muscle. They're basically, uh. They're basically security management for hire. Cool. And yeah, so I'm talking about them more than they. Okay. Yes, they are local and they are not really expanding at all. They are basically three people that knew each other going in and they contract out from there. They're basically three kids. But they do service multiple places. Um, apparently not anymore because all three of them work this location now. Hmm. Uh, Did we did we find out when guard dog moved to just working this location all the time? Um, it is, from what you can tell, it was sometime around when it changed hands to Persephone Peters. Mm. Well, she was around a few years before the hijinks started. She's been command for about five years. Mm. And the vanishings were a few weeks. Yeah. Ago. Well, I suppose probably the easiest thing to do would just have someone pretend to be an investor. <laughs> that would get you a private conversation and delivered most likely upstairs. They could have private conversations on the floor, but at the same time, there's still the possibility that there's other people about and loud music. Yeah, there's no private rooms on the floor, right? On the main floor? Correct. There's just the alcoves, and while those are secretive enough, there's still the fact that there are people around and loud music, and those things both can ruin the conversation. Certainly. Especially if she's trying to woo at the incoming money. I don't know if she would be. Well, who wants to pose an investment opportunity? There's a lot of stuff going here for theme nights. We could try and pitch a band or something. I can go in as an investor or security. I'm a man of many faces. A security investor, of course. I have security. I'd like to invest in you. <laughs> Please take my security. Keep it safe, though. Are you trying to marry her? What Keep it secure. Talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can also try and throw that menace aura on you. I don't think just throwing that in on a regular basis is probably great here. I probably want to come off as friendly if I'm going to be a business partner type. Situationally, I think it's very useful. In this case, I'm not sure right away. Have you attempted to use that since you took it away from the warehouse? 
Uh, I probably played around with it a couple times, depending on how much time we have after the job. All right. You were, by the way, um, have you used the, the job for, have you used that job for experience? Take, uh, take a plot point for referencing it. Cool. That gets me back to one plot points. But uh, you were a little bit frustrated when you attempted to use it outside of the warehouse. It seemed that it didn't have nearly the same, if any, efficacy without the um, without having the without having Randall's implants nearby. Gotcha. So it was it was programmed specifically to his thing. Okay. You just sort of manipulated it. Gotcha. So we just have we have to well well further research. Right. There's a big to do on on the on the menace aura drive on the dry erase board. <laughs> Figure out brain attack. Figure out brain attack laundry. You a giant fucking flowchart that's next to a bunch of other flowcharts that are crossed out. Okay, so here's my idea. Right, we uh, we talked on the idea of investing in the nightclub because of a sudden influx of money because the insurance came in on our art property of Mozart's ass imprint. <laughs> Yeah, we meet piano. We never see it coming. Link ourselves to the last. I'm not actually suggesting it. Okay, yeah, let go the ass, Max. Um, do we know who handles? Do we know who handles live music? Is that Persephone? Uh, yes, it does appear to be. In fact, uh, you find, uh, in your research that on on certain weekends when things are a little bit less busy, she does some of the singing. Yeah, so um, I don't know who wants to pose as the leader of a jazz band or some kind of house, some kind of techno funk house, agent. some sort of Bobby Darren impersonator, somebody who can do Bobby Darren songs, but only about uh, only about specific McDonald's ad campaigns. Oh, that's <laughs> a deep cut, Matt. That became somehow very offensive. Um, but yeah, so we could have somebody pose as an agent trying to get, trying to book a gig for uh, trying to book a gig for I don't know some kind of electro house musician or whatever the teens are into these days. You know, I have the fashion sense of a killer agent, uh, and I've got the I've got the awful personality of somebody who uh, would uh, f- focus entirely in four to the floor bass heavy club music. You know, I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm glad someone did. Look, we were all thinking it. <laughs> we all ask ourselves that at some point in our life am I a four on the floor DJ person like I've been maintaining a very specific sound cloud just in case this happened <laughs> oh no she doesn't even look up she just hits a button on her phone and it starts <laughs> <laughs> now the first thing that plays is this mashup of, uh, of Chop Suey and uh, 21st September <laughs> and that's <laughs> like halfway Superman's through you hear oh baby a triple <laughs> Yeah, it's the trap mix of it. <laughs> He's on fire! <laughs> Certified hood classic. Wait a minute, is this new mumble? What is this, the fucking 20s? <clears throat> you remember waking up and putting a little makeup? <laughs> the 2020s? What's going on? Well, I suppose we should start disseminating information of the uh, indie reviews of you then. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I've got a, I've got 10,000 reviews, uh, none of which are by Russian bots. <laughs> Yeah, we know uh, good old American bots. We don't read any of them too deeply. We we know by now you can pull that sort of uh, social media hack, so don't worry about it. Yeah, we also need to make sure that there's like some local review. I think I myself could pull that kind of social media hack. 
You get the bots, but we definitely need to make uh, like at least some like lo- local reviewer sites or at least faux local reviewers say that you're good or at least good enough for an indie band. Ted, genuine human person, uh, says I like. Uh, let's see, I need a uh, random DJ name. How many likes can, fa- can how many likes can you fabricate on a SoundCloud? <laughs> a lot. DJ fakey real name. Oh my god. Okay. I, what is this? Okay. Random DJ name generator. Okay. This one was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Oh god, these are all so good. <laughs> all right. No. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So. Just uh, use one and down, make the others even more. SoundCloud.com slash status friction. Ooh, that's really. Oh good. my god. <laughs> status friction. That sucks so much. I love it. <laughs> and yeah my and yeah uh she's got a dead mouse thing kind of going on as in a retro flare except it looks like a hippopotamus playing a nintendo (laughs) what (laughs) where's the nintendo coming to the headpiece Uh, you know geek geek djs are all about all the rage she uses. She's got. She's got a. She's. She has a, a Nintendo as part of her whole DJ setup. As you hit the buttons, they make the various. <laughs> yeah, she circuit bends a Nintendo. The funny part is, by this point, Nintendo has been going for about two hundred years. Yeah, I'm glad Nintendo managed to remain successful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's part of that's part of the set that she's. That's part of the that's that's part of her mystique is that she uh, changes the samples. Um and record samples live, like kind of kind of like Reggie Watts. She records samples live and puts them on a loop, and she does, and she creates this kind of like um, what is it like patch patch patchwork keyboard uh keyboard thing, except instead of hitting keys and like changing like modules around, she just slams in like NES cartridges and hits and changes cables around there to do some circuit bending and then when she gets something records that and adds that into the loop she's got a whole soundboard of pre-existing ones for for club stuff but for her more experimental shit she's got <laughs> her youtube is bananas <laughs> by the way i looked it up the intro video is actually just her eating a banana but with the helmet on in the next month so it's basically show. just mashing it into some mesh in the next month or so, month or so, it's going to have been going for about a hundred and eighty-one years. Nice, largely as a largely as a toy and card game company. Yep, Hanafuda cards. By the way, that was the reason uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was originally hired because he was a hobbyist toy maker. Nice. I learned that from Warp World. Sweet. Anyway, yeah, so I've got my shitty DJ aesthetic together. Sure. What's the plan, everybody? You got someone doing fake security. You've got uh, team infiltration. You got team DJ. What's Isaac up to? Uh, I think he's probably going to play backup on this one. He's not going to fit in well anywhere. Want to be a publicist? I yeah, guess. Like some reviews. <laughs> he could be one of, uh, what was it? Sadness friction? That is Sadness friction. Sadness friction. One of her main reviewers. Like satisfaction, but different. Sadder. Damn it, God damn it, Greg! Be better. <laughs> Never. Also, yeah, Status Friction has has an AO, AOE account or AO3 account called Status Fiction. God, <laughs> it's got to be at least AO8 by this point. When you when you do public readings, it's Status Diction. 
<laughs> featuring pros in different area codes. Yeah, no, she got she's got a lot of she's got a look, I've created a lot of YouTube videos now that are just that are just plays on my name, just doing other stuff. God, with your face poorly photoshopped over. No, she wears the, she wears their like weird hippo playing uh, her weird hippo playing Nintendo mask. Yeah, we hey. took like a we took like a whole day to put you together a payday two style mask for it. All right. So what is the plan? Are you going to pick up the mind jack before going in or do a little bit more reconnaissance or? Oh, man, I should integrate the mind jack into my rig. <laughs> Hell's right, brother. Button. <laughs> I just wouldn't hurt to have it beforehand. Because I can just hit a button on I can just hit a button on the turntable and then I can mind jack everybody in the club. Um, <laughs> to help everybody in the club get tips a. Hmm. Make a lot of assumptions about the technology there, buddy. Yeah, we we pick a target as I recall. Uh, well, we can also just hit. Yeah, if we're if we're going to a private room and stuff. I mean, I think if anybody has the if anybody has it, it should be Andrew or uh, Andrew or Pepper. Um. Since you'll both be in the club, and one of you is one of you has a meeting with uh, Persephone. Well, hopefully we'll have a meeting with Persephone. <laughs> we haven't set that part up yet. Have you seen all these glowing reviews by definitely real humans? <laughs> this glowing review by Mike D one five eight eight three seven eight five five eight seven nine eight. Oh, I love Math Rock X. <laughs> the comments just X <laughs> X plus. <laughs> I liked product and or service. <laughs> product, yes. I I enjoy. All right. So I suppose uh, probably most of, probably most of the comments have been made from like a Markov chain bot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like seventy percent of the way towards being a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's working on it. It's getting there. A few hundred more um, tries, I'll get it. Other comments about three over ten thousand. <clears throat> three thousand of them could pass the Turing test. <laughs> Yeah, so I suppose uh, the first initial part of the plan is need to get in contact uh, with Persephone to set up a meeting. <laughs> um, so uh, go ahead and send. Uh, s- I suppose it'd be best over just a call. So yeah, I'd try and call the place. Uh, yeah, you are met with some the voice of some receptionist. Hell's Kitchen Bar and Nightclub. How can I help you? Hello there. Would you be able to put me through to Persephone? Oh, I'm afraid she's a very busy woman. What, what may I say is your uh, your appointment? I am looking to set up some very fine uh, artistic talent to play at this establishment. Ah, I see. And what label are you with? Yes, I don't know labels <laughs> myself as a person. I don't know music <laughs> enough. There's like I don't do labels. <laughs> you can just you can just make one up. A company, basically. Ah, oh, God! Wow. Okay. Company. <laughs> Color safe bleach. Wow, I like that. There's, I, I really like that. There is a, oh yeah, Color Safe Bleach. That's the name of your, that's the name of your record. Yeah, company. no, I'm serious. <laughs> also, I do like that there is a music company on Facebook called Fake Music. <laughs> they want to set this up because they're more confident than I am. Color Safe Bleach, and does that have any odd spellings, or is it what I? No, would no, expect? it's it's straightforward. We tend to work with more indie scene as of late. We've had quite a few pickups recently. I see. Like who? Uh, in particular, the uh, local indie agent, uh, Saddest Friction, was one of our most recent delightful finds that we're looking to do more things with. Um, and I, let's see. 
Um, I assume you have also heard of uh, Robert Johnson. He's he's a lovely man. Uh, really done quite well for himself recently in the hip-hop scene. I'm actually surprised that he hasn't taken off earlier than this, but what do you know? And just as soon as you start picking up in L.A., everyone wants to grab at you. R Robert Johnson, the blues singer? No, no, different Robert Johnson. You need to keep up here. Let's see. Uh, I assume you've heard of Zebra Force. Z Zebra Force? <laughs> yeah, you haven't heard of Zebra Force. I have not. Oh my, hmm. This does bring into question... Are you sure you're qualified to be the one I'm talking to about this? Give me agility grifter, please. <laughs> Just neg her into oblivion. That's not my fault, it's your fault. <laughs> the conversation is governed by agility now. <laughs> yeah, agility grifter is literally fast talk. Yeah, she was ten. literally trying to fast talk. Oh, ten, huh? Yeah. Alright, let me roll against that. Add that d4 of insecure personal... She has met your result. Would you like to try and raise the stakes? Sure. What does that entail? You just have to beat her. You just have to roll higher. She got an 11. Would you like to try and beat that? If you decide not to, then you can leave the uh, encounter on your terms. If you do not leave and fail the roll, then I get to decide how it goes. So I just roll the same dice again? Yeah, more or less. Uh, I think I can beat that. I uh, got a 13. All right. She will back down from that. That's that is a tricky role for her. I see. Well, I suppose Miss Peters would know better than I do about the local music scene. She just hires me to answer phones. Um, yes, that would seem to be the case. <laughs> I suppose I can pencil. Would it be you or one of your talents coming in? Uh, both, in fact. We'd like. I would like to introduce her directly to Satis Friction, who is our newest upcoming star. However, uh, I believe I should be doing the meeting myself. I see. Well, what times are you open? <laughs> Dear, uh, sooner than later, obviously, is the intent here. How soon are you free? Well, there's an opening in two hours. Can you make that? I believe that should be doable. Oh, really? Well, all right. Is that not okay? No, it's perfectly fine. Excellent. Yes, just come up to the top of the uh, the the stairs coming off of the dance floor. I assume you've been in the building before? Yes, I have. I make sure to investigate all places that my talent might be visiting. Lovely. Will that be all? Yes, that will be all. And what is your name, may I ask? Uh, Shirley Daniels. I'll keep that in mind, Shirley. Thank you. Have a nice day. You as well. Man, she didn't even bother asking my name. This was super easy. <laughs> she was so easy to browbeat. Shift the blame. You're gonna, do, you... <laughs> gonna do criminal operations. You figure that you'd at least hire people with some sort of backbone. Hmm. I mean, God softens the front side, so they think you're not a criminal organization. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, ready to go in two hours? Two hours. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's do this. Cracks knuckles. And I don't know. She's got... She's already got the rig. Like, this is... <laughs> or... I don't know. She's somehow I fabricated this YouTube channel and SoundCloud and a bunch of other stuff in two hours. <laughs> I mean, we might have set it up before we called. So yeah, I probably have this personality already. So I just, I just, <laughs> I slam, I slam the rig together. All right, Bieberbot, make me an artist. Done. <laughs> I know Kung Fu, Fighters, and other good songs by Rock Band. That's it's done. That's it's done noise. It just plays the baby, baby, baby. Everybody was Kung Fu fighters. <laughs> Close enough.
And yeah, I've got, I guess a lot of time goes into, or actually that, yeah, the hippo mask has already been made. Just time goes into making it look better. Namely by adding a, a bunch of Christmas lights. But like they strobe in a, they strobe in a nice sequence and can create, <laughs> create faces. Should I try to sign up for the next chip for that or wait for the actual show? What? As fake security. I don't think we're going to get to an actual show. I'm just oh, really? <laughs> Come on. Oh, man. Okay, out of character, man. We really should go for an actual <laughs> show, huh? <laughs> Damn I mean, it. I, can, I mean, I can do the work there. That can be the post game. <laughs> you just mix together three random songs. Look, I've already talked about what I've already talked about my bizarre experimental like EDM. Can you meet in two hours? Good. Can you do a show in two hours of that? You seem to have a set entitled Ballroom Blitzkrieg Big Bopper. <laughs> Starring hmm. notorious B.I.G. Bopper. <laughs> yeah, B.I.G. Bopper. <laughs> yeah. Sampling kids bop. <laughs> kids um bop. What the? <laughs> I remember uh, this is completely off topic, but I remember uh, I, on on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I saw the question: What does Hans's Mbop refer to? Oh my God, no one could answer that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that, but I don't know. It turns out it refers to a very short period of time. An Mbop is a short period of time. Yes, huh. I, I believe I they fucking. had to use multiple lifelines on that question. <laughs> Weird. Why did I do this? I set myself up to be the main grifter again. <laughs> this just sucks. <laughs> These things happen. You're good These for your stuff. Leverage, actually. <laughs> the hacker is the grifter all the time. <laughs> that is the one thing. I'm not a hacker. I am uh, definitely not a grifter. Although I did have... Uh, I actually have not set up my second specialty yet. Alright. So, unless anyone has any issues, two hours pass. Worst comes to worst, if you need to have the mind jack ready, uh, you can always do a a plot point flashback. Mm-hmm. I feel like Pepper should have it, but let's just let it be in the air until we need it. And should sure. I be there on uh, on the security roster for this, just in case we do? Uh... Yeah, I've already I've already slotted you in to work for today. Gotcha. You're right. supposed to be there three hours ago. Sorry. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right. <the> first day. <laughs> <laughs> So Andrew runs off to the bar with toast in his mouth. I was going to say it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my throat and you got it. <laughs> and uh, you are resigned to uh, back room duty. And then you bump into Persephone with your hand on her titty. <laughs> what kind of anime is this? It's the most generic like slice of life bullshit. It's out of the face. So yeah. Okay, so two hours pass. Andrew is in the back of the place in case you need him. In kind of a storage and work area or like a private um, room kind of thing? Basically the booze pantry, but it is heavily uh, surveilled. <laughs> all of the booze, ha- all the booze has, uh, the, has the anti-theft tags on it. By the way, notably, the, bombs. <laughs> the place smells strongly of cinnamon being piped in from the vents. Ah, uh, yes, this fall-themed nightclub. It constantly smells like pumpkin pie. <laughs> well, the sort of sharpness of the odor seems to go pretty well with the dusky reds and the uh, the sort of deep hell look to the place. Fair. Throw more pumpkins in the furnace. <laughs> the, um, I never actually described the place in in, like, what it's like to be there. The place is covered in that sort of that sort of recessed lighting that you see on like the the front desks of cheesecake factories, you know, 
how the counter curls over and there's light under it lighting the wall below it. Okay, sure. Uh, it's riddled with that, and it's sort of amber light accenting a lot of red decorations and sort of wooden flames that travel tastefully up the walls. Nice. It's hard it, to get flames to tastefully travel up a wall. Well, yes, but they manage it. It's it's tasteful. Delicious. Uh, in a somewhat playful fashion, the place is covered in portraits of uh, famous sinners throughout history. You know, Dante Alighieri and... Uh, yeah, I was about to say, if the door if if the door has abandoned all hope, all you who enter here. <laughs> it does, yeah. actually. That's pretty good. Devil Hunter Dante. God damn. And uh, <laughs> just as Alex a little... did the money. <laughs> there you go. And uh, everyone who works there uh, as like a, a food service person is dressed in a black suit and red tie with... Um, or like black suit shirt and red tie. With uh, a playful little pair of like headband devil horns. Nice, nice. I'm gonna be disappointed if she doesn't sing "Our Lady of the Underground." I was about to, st- I was about to ask if there was stumbled on the inspiration. <laughs> is, is one of right. is one of the kind of, kind of part of the way you've described this club? Uh, is I, I want to say this is like a back room somewhere that's just got a that's got a bunch of red curtains and there's just this backwards talking dwarf. <laughs> I'm waiting to meet the one employee who's an actual demon. You'll be surprised. They have the Number seven will surprise you. <laughs> and, Andrew, this is odd for you. About ten minutes before um, before Kayla and Pepper are due to be in, you start feeling pretty good. And sort of the vibe of the whole place changes. Just sort of the beats, while it was sort of grating earlier, it sort of resonates in you now, and you start feeling it. Yeah, head bobs to the. Uh, I assume there's like some at least echoes of the music back there, right? Yeah, yeah, head bobbing of that. And uh, Pepper and Kayla walk in, and things are feeling uh, pretty good. The atmosphere is nice, even nicer than when you were in here last time. And there, there's uh, more people than ever on the dance floor, just jamming out. Nice. How much of this place is dance floor? Um, of the main area, probably a good sixty percent, if you count like the alcoves that come off of it. Sure, sure. And then there's like a lounge area and a bar. Yeah. Cool. Uh, by the way, I'm going to leave this, I guess. Uh, well, this is my can I can other people use my signature asset if I allow them to? Because we haven't um, I haven't used my D8 bus this this game yet. Um, I suppose you could give its use to somebody else. Yeah. So if Isaac is hanging out in the in the RV and wants to use some part of it, there's a D8 available to you. Okay. Yeah, so he's probably at his uh, work desk, uh, checking in with people periodically and uh, writing notes down. You can't see it. I'm giving a thumbs up. <laughs> can't see me, but I'm bobbing my head. It's good beats. I'm also assuming that some part of, uh, I'm, if if not assuming, I'm just going to impose that some part of this is an audition. So, uh, so obviously, Satisfaction has has her rig in like the weird uh, suitcase or whatever that she travels it around in. So you're gonna flip it open with a flick of the wrist? Yeah, yeah. Because when uh, when you open the when you open the suitcase, also legs extend below, and it becomes the it becomes the actual <laughs> it becomes yeah. the the actual uh, table for the for the turntable and all that shit to sit on. That's a ticket. <laughs> so they know you're real. Okay. So, oh, I don't know if I actually mentioned this. I kept I thought it a bunch of times. I don't know if I said it out loud. Um, at any given time, two of the members of Guard Dog Security are there. Okay, uh, you didn't, but good. To one of, at any given time, one there. of them is sort of off. Sure. 
Um, at the moment, you see, um, as you look around the main room, oh, I'll get in a second. You see that one of the ones with a rather large beard is leaning back against the bar, keeping a careful watch over his sunglasses and everything going on. And actually, if you look very closely, you believe you can see some sort of uh, AR-style overlay on his glasses. Nothing, gotcha. too, <laughs> nothing too complex, but just something. I was about to say, like, yeah, of course, he's wearing sunglasses in this fucking dark club. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you don't get the, the sight of anybody else, at least not from the security force. What are you wearing? I am very, uh, I, I went all in on her regular fashion, but more so to be even more glitz and glam. Got this uh, like fur trimmed coat that is uh, outlined around kind of a very nice uh, fitting sweater, high waisted, uh, fine slacks, big gold uh, circular earrings and chains around the neck. Also wearing sunglasses, but the type that are like tinted to a gradient. I like that you're like, so So that's kind of, man, that's, I'm trying to think about this in, in a standpoint from today, because it's what the game set in 2070, right? Yes. So you're, you're dressing in the eighties, which is kind of like dressing in the Victorian era. There's, there's it's called specifically eighties. Bringing back the fop look. It turns out that culture just sort of stagnated after a while. I mean, it goes in, it goes in loops. Um, and yeah, uh, remember we got that D6 casual dress code we can take advantage of. Um, what were the other two things about the club? Uh, mood lighting. Mood lighting, casual dress, and 24-7 party. Yeah, I'm not casual dressed because I have a character to play. Uh, yeah, I don't think Kayla's casually dressed either, but she is mood lighting and a 24-7 party in the uh, in the Saddest Friction costume. <laughs> I will spend if, as as needed. I will spend the plot point on this to make it relevant. But uh, right now it is not. Right now it, it has no plot relevance. It has no plot importance. Fair enough. Okay. But yeah, she's she is mood lighting with her weird like with with her weird uh Christmas lights constantly rotating outfit with all with with the fucking things that she can change the faces of. <laughs> Why would you make it Christmas lights and not like LED strips? I mean, half of one, six, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Extra retro. <laughs> Sorry, but are you still recognizable? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's I a- mean, she's a, she, if, if you she's definitely still short, like she didn't change that. Sure. But she's not. Um, but yeah, she, you can't she you can't see her face like that's by that's by design because right. of the whole the way that DJ aesthetic is moving. That's fair. In that marshmallow, dead mouse, Daft Punk kind of way. Give me an intelligence grifter. Okie doke. Uh, what's the context? Uh, to Just prevent to pull yourself this, from pull being noticed by someone. Okay. Can I use my... No, I can't use the tiny distinction because I'm, uh, cause I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking covered in Christmas lights. Uh, can I, I use the mood lighting of the facility? You could uh, use to get a plot point for sure. D4 if you wanted. Because you're easier to see that way, spot that way. Uh, what's the yeah. what's mood lighting? Is that a D6? Yep. Yeah, you could use your distinction as a D4. I, I don't know how obvious. being tiny would. Uh, I guess I could throw that out. Sure. Yeah, I'll throw another D4 on this fire. Yep. Take a plot point. <laughs> All right. Cool. Now I have enough. Now I have enough plot points to make the saddest friction costume into a job long asset. <laughs> All right. Let's roll this garbage fire. The <laughs> job, my alter ego. <laughs> Okay, that's a roll. Yeah. Somehow Grifter beat the mood lighting die. 
Uh, so I got an 11 with a complication. <laughs> okay. Um, you have had a 15 rolled against you. Would you like to try and raise the stakes? Oh, boy. Um, That's a bigger roll. <laughs> if he did, would he still keep the complication? I think those uh, don't go away. Yes, I believe you would. It's a separate it keep, roll. It keeps, it keeps going forward. It's a separate, not a replacement. Uh, do I still do I still keep using the distinction for the rest of this uh, for the rest of this encounter? I guess I believe it's the same dice pool, but I might be wrong there. Okay. Um, Let's just roll with that. It would logically make sense for it to be the same one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am going to then uh, I'm going to invoke the uh, yeah I'm going to invoke the the costume as an asset then. Um, does that make it a d6 or a d8 for the first use? Oh, that's a good question. Just uh, use a plot a signature. To make it an asset. Because signature assets a d8. I don't know if uh, regular assets are. That's a yeah. That's a very good question. But that's a good thing to know. Um, because I'll and we'll have a I'll have a flashback scene talking about how the lighting in the costume is set up to go in this in this odd wave. Uh, it'll it will occasionally go in this odd in this odd wave pattern that is that that is designed to uh what is it to break up um to break up a body silhouette and uh and on uh it has it has a setting that it can be used to induce nausea <laughs> followed by pepper like <laughs> of, like to the i can imagine the scene of just pepper being to the first bit like why would you ever need that and then you see the thing about nausea and it's like oh man this rule activate so, Porygon mode are, are do it now do it to me is is your strategy to just turn on the nausea flashers in this bar <laughs> Well, so my thought is that she's going through she's going through the area. So it's not just nausea, but it breaks. Uh, the thing is, I'm using the mood lighting of the facility. And then also the way that the place, the way that this works is it kind of like a ghillie suit and that it breaks up um, identifiable human features by the by the way that the lights move. It's got it has both that and it has both that and its offensive mode, which which induces nausea. <laughs> Okay. Looking out a sequence. Sure. I'm trying to say how being a fucking glowing Christmas tree makes me harder to see. I understand. Uh, and did you say it's a D6 or D8? D6, sorry. Okay. Signature asset is better. Surprisingly. Um, okay, let's see what we can throw on us. Oh boy, that was an awful roll. Um, can I re-roll anything with a plot point? You can add another die to your fi- to your final add up. Oh man! Because aside from my d6, the highest thing I rolled was a two. Oh boy! Yeah, I don't believe there's a straight up reroll function unless you have a talent for it. Uh, I could use my talent. What's your talent? Uh, I was going to take the. Uh, is this a timed action? Uh, no, this is not a timed action. This is a contested action. Timed action is sort of like. Um, like for example, if you're trying to pick a pick the lock on a safe before the cops show up, or okay. if we need a bunch of stuff to happen in sequence. Oh, uh, I was going to ask something. If a talent doesn't specify it uses plot points, does it just activate any time that uh, the it'll, conditions are right? Yeah, yeah, I got one well, that's free too, but it does other penalties. Yeah, it, it'll tell you if it needs to have a plot point spent on it. Okay, I guess I haven't actually picked my second talent. These are two I didn't. I was going to pick between, but. Neither one's relevant right now, so... Okay. So as you were. <laughs> Just calling in over the intercom. Is this a timed action, Kayla? Um, okay, so one thing... Let's see. Oh, no. that This is specifically for giving somebody else in the team a piece of gear. Let's see if... Do you have that thing I gave you could work for me? But no, it specifies in the talent that is for only for giving other people things. 
Do I, I have, have an ever-deepening arsenal of gadgets? I don't. <laughs> Do I have that thing I gave me? <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah, because even if I spent, even if I had enough plot points, I would not be able to beat that roll. Like the, if I added all of my dice that are not ones, I would get a twelve. Um, so I guess I'm gonna, f- I guess I, I guess I fail with that. Also with another complication. <laughs> all right, we have our first failure of the campaign, folks. Uh oh. And so the- you are quote unquote taken out, which means that I get to decide what happens. All right. You hear about the last thing you wanted to hear right now. Oh, dude, Kayla. Hey, uh, why don't you tell me what your brother looks like? Oh, okay. Um, you look awesome. <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'll say he's a, uh, he got, he got the other half. He got the other half of the jeans. So he's, uh, he's six, five. Um, uh, looks a lot more looks a look, has a, a lot more of the Latino heritage going on and his look uh, probably uh, have, have you worked out other stuff for him or is it uh... no, I was leaving it up to you. OK, um, let's see. All I did was roll some things I thought would be relevant for recognizing a family member. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Um, You'd be pretty good at that. Yeah. All right. So his name. Let's see. Yeah. So Gabe. He's six five, dark, short hair, brown eyes. Um, taking advantage of the casual dress in this club by wearing a starter jacket. <laughs> Football. <laughs> Huddle up. I don't, I don't know if you want more than that. No, it's fine. Just whatever you want to mention. All right. He runs up and claps a hand on your back, jostling your uh, your set satis friction rig. I didn't know you were working bars. Pepper is just like blithely watching this. I'm gonna. Uh... By the way, that other complication you got the uh, the the, uh, the the current member standing from guard dog is just sort of glancing over. He gains the Kayla, huh? D six. <laughs> oh boy, uh, she's going to hit a button on the status. Uh, she's gonna. Let's see. No, because that's that's reserved for that's reserved for the thing. She'll just kind of she'll uh, grab him and pull him in, grab him and by his by his starter jacket lapel and pull him down about two feet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she has to reach oh. up and grab it. She has to jump up and grab it. Tiptoes. Yeah, get it. She climbs him like Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> oh, shit, man. There's self-defense lessons been kicking in. Uh, I don't know if this is the place to throw it in, but I would like to throw in a specialty that I have a I have a specialty in hitter uh, self defense uh, uh, women's self defense courses. Yep, that is the thing I was referencing. You also are not rolling anything, so you just do it good. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I could add the specialty <laughs> there. You you effectively do, and it makes you more able to do that coolly. So my computer locked up for a moment there. What did you just do? He's uh, using his self-defense lessons uh, distinction to make this look cooler. Look cooler because there's not like actually cooler, being... like I'm saying like I oh, oh I'm grab- he I've reached grabbed- up and grabbed his lapel and pulled him like two feet down to her level. Okay. <laughs> All right, and um, yeah, and just like I told you not to use the name while I'm in the cast. Runs the mystique. Pepper, like, trying everything she can to, like, hold on to, like, not grinning is like, oh my god, is this a thing you did anyway? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, uh, does the okay symbol and winks. Listen, I know you're busy. I'll catch up with you and shit outside the bar when you're done, okay? She kind of briefly nods and then flips a switch 
and uh, I don't know, says loudly says like glad glad to uh, you know have have a good day, but it comes out in like a crazy Cylon voice. Have a good day, woo, DJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. My throat isn't in the right shape to do my to do a crazy like grating robot voice today. <laughs> no worries, I got you, ma'am. <laughs> I want to make one of those real high auto tune ones myself. I can't quite do those. <laughs> um, <clears throat> always nice to meet a fan. Always nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that 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 got weird. That horse DJ. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Get him out of here. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I wish that had not happened. <laughs> I should find some kind of auto-tune thing I can throw in on this for for anything. For everything. Whole episode <laughs> of auto-tune. <laughs> Just get some random, like, three-second bass loop and run it over the whole scene. <laughs> Through that what, app, uh, <laughs> auto-tune yourself app or whatever it was that was going around for a while. When will the bass drop? When will the bass drop? When will the bass drop? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Get out. Okay, okay, but who was that? It's not important right now. Let's discuss it when we're out of the club. Alright. Kind of like, uh, kind of uh, side-thumbing to the bearded security guy. I'm saying, because I'm curious if he's DTF. Fucking brother, what the- well, I didn't know, you You explicitly just told me not to- Yeah, then you said you were DTF. Listen, he's hot, what am I supposed to- <laughs> Just get into the room. Yes, he is DTF, a disciple to football. <laughs> <laughs> Praise be. <laughs> Let this pigskin carry away our pig sins. <laughs> Who brought this fucking 1950s jock and copy pasted him into the 2070s? The retro is a family condition. All right, so as you were. All right. Well, then, uh, I guess we continue on to the office. All right. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, I'm going to you... continue on toward. Yeah, yeah you, you head up the back steps and uh, you, uh, yeah, uh, Persephone Peters is waiting there for you. Also, I guess throw, I guess sending a message to Isaac through the uh, through the uh, uh, smartphone link that's in the in the helmet that just says uh, may have been compromised. And yeah, yeah, going into the office, acting casual. Yeah, you're met at the top of the stairs by um, Persephone Peters and. A man in a suit with no beard, but a mustache. Tom Selleck, got it. Uh, Persephone Peters is a rather attractive looking woman in her uh, late 30s to early 40s. A sort of serene, casual look to her eye that makes her look like she's floating ephemerally through the club. She's wearing, um, she's wearing, it's it's casual, but it's fitted well to her. Uh, just sort of a long medium sleeve t-shirts and a pair of black jeans and alongside her is uh this rather large man with uh blonde hair and mustache and olive skin persephone peters i presume yes and i wasn't given the pleasure of hearing your name saffron saffron mccormick saffron and i imagine this would be yes the artist that goes by satisfaction uh they prefer to keep their actual identity yes you do not have to refer that. to them by that at all times. It is, however, the full title. I just wish that out, out on the red. She hands a she hands a business card that um it's uh yeah she hands a business card that is made of some kind of uh like uh, electronic paper that is actually no it's a scrolling it's a scrolling LED 
the like very fine matrix that's uh, that has uh going across it artist known as Satis friction and then like satisfriction.soundcloud.com that's just how forms need to be written up rather than anything else you you i don't believe they would be offended if you simply referred to them as satisfaction would that be correct to you gives two thumbs up yeah and you seem to have someone else here too as well hi uh this is mr barbus nice to meet you offers out a handshake he uh nods at you but doesn't take the handshake she'll just kind of steer it over to point at Penel <laughs> at persephone instead she takes a deep breath in and lets it slowly out but finally takes your hand and shakes it give a bright devilish smile and a firm handshake now then um i have a vip room set aside for us lovely she uh walks over with sort of pointed steps to a nearby room that you managed to see inside of on your first trip in. Once you're inside, it's sort of got the same color scheme going on, but it's still just a room with a long table and a number of chairs around it. So just an adapted conference room, basically. More or less, yeah. Yeah. She goes over and sits at the head of it. So, I have looked into your business, and I see you have uh, you have a decent background in the local DJ community. A small stable, of course. Uh, we do try to take on a few different forms of uh, artists, and but I've stuck pretty much to the California area. Oh, I was speaking specifically to the artist known as Satisfriction. Ah, of course. She hits a uh, she hits a button on the costume that plays like a coin sound for Mario. <laughs> That's sort of the reason why I was presuming you were talking more open. Uh, also, I'm guessing we're in the room, so she's probably setting up the rig. They are a performance <laughs> artist, you see, very much into the whole mystique of the music. Tends to let that speak for them rather than themselves. And of course, in situations like this, me. I see. Lovely. So, I've heard a little bit of your music, but um, I'm amenable to the music being played in the club. However, the much more important side of things is the deal that goes on behind it. Uh, she hits another thing that plays the alert sound from uh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> from the NES. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> You're the worst. She's just got a giant soundboard hidden around her body. That's actually about 70% of the rig. Pepper is so much more composed about this than I am. I just want that on the rig. I see. What is this alarming to you? While they are uh, a talented artist, there is the fact that they are relatively new to the industry. Um, and so discussions as it comes to money probably are a little less something they're comfortable with. Whereas I am very comfortable with it. Lovely. I'm prepared to offer you 50% of the profits over projection. She kind of just waits and looks to Pepper. Because I don't know, she's the artist. She doesn't know anything about money. <laughs> Pepper kind of mulls it over a bit. Um... <laughs> I don't know what's good for this stuff either. I will admit. Generally speaking, um, does does Pepper know what's good for this sort oh, of she, stuff? Oh, she yeah, no, she knows a lot about money stuff. This is the type of stuff she does. Okay, it is a little unusual for uh, for a venue to offer specifically percent profits rather than any any sort of flat rate behind it. I right. figured that. Um, however, I don't know how good of a percentage rate that is when it comes to. The- I mean, we've done extensive research on the club. What does Nightly take? Uh, that is actually fairly well guarded from uh, from really? out, outside view. Fair. Okay. Quite That's asked. something you need to look at the inside of the uh, 
the corporation for. And um, it's not all that bad a deal. It seems like there's a pretty decent draw into this place, but you don't know what her projected profits are. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, while while this might be our first time coming to your establishment, which I very much appreciate the meeting setting up for, is there a reason for the lack of a uh, default payment behind that? Well, simple enough. You are a risky investment. I suppose that is so. However, I you had yourself admitted to listening to the music. Yes. You already um, know the quality of what is going to go up. Indeed. And while it's maybe not my thing, I don't have the um, I don't have the clout within the music industry to know exactly what sort of profit that would bring in. So naturally, I have to protect myself. Understandable. We wouldn't ask for much, however, as a backing, simply enough to uh, be confident ourselves in the same agreement. After all, we're not seeing pay until this is complete. Indeed. So I can also promise you uh, 100% of expenses met. She'll she'll turn and like like whisper over into uh, Kayla's being like, you know, actually, if we make any money off of this, it's better than I was thinking to begin with. And that actually seems pretty chill. She kind of like tilts her head to the side and then just uh, nods and like hits a thing that plays a one up sound. While it is still a situation that we're um, going to be watching, that seems amenable for now. We understand the situation we're in. Lovely. Now, uh, will that be all? Uh, that should be all. Would you be able to show, uh, either me or, um, or simply Satisfaction here, uh, a setup of any sort of sound systems you have set up here to begin with, any backstage preparations that might be needed as such? Um, she holds up a bunch of cables coming out of her rig. Uh, yes, I suppose I'd be able to show the talent these sort of, uh, connections that would be necessary. Excellent. I can't um, wait for the comments to be filled with music executives telling me how shitty I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> high-level music executives. Listen, listen I, I, I know nothing, so you knowing anything listen, makes it better. I didn't plan, me, I didn't plan to be music I'm Barry Gordy, and you did this wrong. <laughs> I've been waiting like, for I heard a music episode, I was like, finally, an episode for me. But like, no. I'm, I'm God damn it, Red. Matt, you've set up two episodes in a row where I have to grip to someone involved with music. I hate this. I am Richard Branson. If you leave a comment, I I know you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Please take me up in your spaceship. I want to sit next to. uh, I want to sit next to Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) I know he bought a ticket and a ticket for somebody next to him. Let me ride in the spaceship. I don't care if it explodes like the one did. I know you're listening. Music producer Christopher Walken was parodying in the cowbell skit. What's that guy's name? Richard something? Richardson? Dickerson? I can't remember. Y'all gonna be wearing gold-plated diet. That's all I can remember from anyway. <laughs> Bruce Dickinson? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh can and- I also say that while Kayla is um while Kayla's fumbling around with cables, um, she's able to she slaps a she uh slaps a like a, a bug underneath the uh, conference table. Give me um agility thief. Okie doke. Let's see. I'm a modestly capable thief. Hopefully, what the fuck happened on my D8s? There we are. That is, ooh, let's see, that's an eight. <laughs> uh, can I spend the other plot point to throw in the to to? to can I spend another plot point to reinvoke uh, the to reinvoke the costume as an asset? <laughs> uh, the asset lasts until the end of the scene, I believe. Okay. You can just do that. All right, cool. 
One sec. Roll it. <laughs> Fucking, it's another two. <laughs> <laughs> but is it a better two? I can make it into a ten. There we go. Spend <laughs> a plot point to make this eight into a ten. You got it. I've got ass luck tonight. Well, you want? Do you do you believe that uh, that made the difference? I, you know, <laughs> it would not surprise me. Yeah, the bug the bug goes through. You beat the nine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she was rolling a D twelve too. Whoa. Marks will do that. <laughs> spicy. So spicy. Alright. So you're affixing a bug, and I'm going to slip downstairs for a moment to Andrew's point of view. So you're jamming a bit. Everything's chill. Nothing's happening back here. You're feeling comfortable. The air coming through from outside is kind of cool, so it's kind of nice against your suit. And um it's about that point that you see a man with a long beard carrying a dude in a starter jacket through the back of the place. He's not really resisting. He's just like, hey, dude, I was just doing some shots. If you wanted in, I would have got you one. Yeah, uh, kind of like lean in and just be like, hey, uh, got that one boss, sir. Yep, I got it. As yeah. you were, you're doing great. Great to hear, sir. <laughs> Saluting. Let him get a head start before trying to tail him and see what's up. All right. So tailing. I'd say that's uh, that's another thief sort of thing. Give me thief alertness. Okay. Establish I'm bad at thief. Uh, yeah, we did pretty, establish that. Pretty alert, though. Um, hmm. You trip into a paint can, knocking over a giant pyramid of paint cans. <laughs> and more Red Bulls. <laughs> oh. For some reason, paint cans are heavy in this place's aesthetic. Uh, and is it a plot point to tap into a uh, scene asset? Like a uh, mood lighting? Um, well, mood lighting doesn't really apply back here. The mood lighting is all outside. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, let's go with my shitty roll. Let's see. And uh, you are not actually, casually dressed. Uh, 11. Okay. <laughs> let's see what we got. Matched up that four. So. He has gotten a 12. Would you like to raise the stakes? That's like as best as I could do. <laughs> so would you like me to reinform you of the stakes here? Uh, yeah. If you, uh, if you pass, if you get out of here now, you fail to tail him, but you get to decide how you fail to tail him. You get to describe what happens. If you try to raise the stakes and fail, then um, then I get to decide what happens. If you want to blow any plot points, you can uh, you can have a flashback to uh, to give yourself an asset. Uh, Let me double check whether you can do that after the roll. That's important. Well, no, I'm saying you can do it's that you, you, when when oh, you're yeah, because yeah, you're doubling down, right? Yeah, I think so. Do. Yeah, uh, I could also use one to find an aspect. That might help in that, right? An aspect? A distinction, you mean? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I mean, those are free. Oh, yeah. Do you have uh, Do you have any empty distinctions? I you can have up to have three, any, I think. Yeah. Okay. So you can define one of those with a brief, I believe it's a flashback scene for distinctions. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So if you'd like to do that, you would have to come up with a distinction that is relevant to the situation and then have a flashback describing sort of how you came by that those skills or a dramatic time it came up. Oh, is that the way it works? I thought we did it in a different way without a distinction came up last time. Uh, let me double we, check for you. There, there's like was several defined, different ways these things come in in recruiting. We highlighted like why it was important last time, as I recall. And other people could choose distinctions too if they wanted. The recruitment job. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I think it's something like office worker. Just See. for like establishing distinctions, something that triggers introspective reflection on your parts. And then you describe a brief flashback from your background that would uh, that would help with that reflection. And then everyone else would define the distinction that comes of it. 
Hmm. Which I think I want to pin down. Um, or do I? Uh, just I'm on there. Um, let's say uh, always the new guy. He's ne- he hasn't really been assigned anywhere permanently for the most part. He's always kind of a uh, on okay. commission. He's worked for kind of everyone. He's like sold people the same thing. He just sold them to kind of. Yeah, so it's like it's just like a big montage of you saying, "Sorry, it's my first day." Yeah, like getting lost everywhere and like uh, having to learn to say that in Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) So this is this is the the party's collective chance to fuck with you guys. What do you want to call that distinction? Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I could say FNG. FNG. Yeah, I don't know that fucking new guy. (laughs) Sorry, freaking. Yeah, this is a family show for Mozart's (laughs) aspirant. Functional. (laughs) The functional new guy. Mm. See, I'm not sure that that's entirely fitting as a distinction. Because, like, he's not... He often doesn't present... Like, I mean, I guess he goes to a ton of different jobs and is new at them, but at the same time, like, it doesn't seem like a personal quality as much as just a thing he does. Um, Many faces? Uh, or what's the man of many hats? Yeah, but hapless. Hapless. I don't hate hapless. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin seems a lot more bumbling than he actually is. Mr. Magoo. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Mr. Magoo sounds funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. So you have the Mr. Magoo distinction. Even though I'm not 100% sure I get the reference. I'm sure it's a reference to a Mr. Magoo, but <laughs> you would be it's correct. Because Mr. Magoo bumbles his way into success. He's a blind, helpless old man who keeps like accidentally doing amazing things. Oh, I could I also say of, Inspector um, Gadget. I was thinking oh, that sounds good. Leslie Nielsen played him once. You're Inspector Gadget. Kind of, yeah. Actually, that's extra accurate. Yeah, sure. Mr. Magoo works. Okay. <laughs> so would you like to use that to try and... Uh, you get a plot point, by the way. Uh, and I start with the session with one, right? Or You start with one, yeah. So I got two now. And, and you, I can can do like, you can do like Bleach, and from within your flashback, you can have another flashback. And it'll last four episodes. God, would you like to try and would you like to try and beat that role? Yes, I'm gonna try again. Um, and do I use a plot point to use a distinction, or it's always there? No, you just get it. Okay. If it's relevant, then it comes up. And I'll use the positive one rather than a d4. If it's relevant to be used against you, it also comes up. So what is it? Was it a 12 you're trying to beat? Uh, I got an 11. Yeah, I think you're trying to beat a 12. I think (laughs) gotcha. Do I have more than one d8? Um, yes, I do. Okay, so two d8s and a d4. Uh, nope. That's a uh ten with a complication. You wanna do you wanna establish? Do you wanna establish an asset? Let me double check, like I was just about to, whether you can do right. that after. A- <laughs> <laughs> I was I was about to say before the roll, you like, oh, you got a plot point. You should use that to make an asset. I do got a lot of job stuff laying around too that I haven't used at all. Uh, I want to say the implications. You have to do the assets uh, beforehand. Yep, yeah, I'll let it go. I fail. Okay. With the complication. Can you just trip into that big old pyramid of Red Bull cans? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. All right. And one of them activates the Rube Goldberg machine. What is the fire alarm? (laughs) So you're following this guy around a corner. Notably, he is going around a corner that is not to the back door. And you just feel the back of your collar get snatched by, uh, by Mr. Barbus. That a different security guy than the one who was hauling off uh, Gabe. That was Mister yes. Nobeard, I believe. That's the man who was up with you, but let uh, let you have your meeting. Gotcha. 
Can I help you, boss? I should be asking you that. Oh, no need to help me. I'm here to help you, sir. And I do believe you were assigned to the liquor cabinet. Oh, I thought it was the back room in general. This whole uh, space we got here. First day. Sorry. Take a walk, buddy. To the liquor cabinet or uh, take five. To your spot. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go back, but he will. Uh, it's a little early to go high, I think, but he'll radio in once he's out of. Once he seems he's in the clear. Uh, you have been. Uh, Mr. Barbas has given the. Uh, has gotten the complication. Step in line, jackass D6. <laughs> oh, uh, we just got a uh, young fella taken to the back by one of the beards. Does not take him to the back door. Didn't want to specify where he's going. Didn't want to be followed. Are we on the are we on the leverage tack net? I, I guess. I sure. assume we were. I'm just gonna at some point. Kill we'll throw. At, at least you probably are because you got a fucking the helmet. Kayla throw. Kayla and, uh, throws in. Uh, did that guy have a starter jacket? Yeah. Why? Uh oh? Question mark. <laughs> I'll just throw. I'll, I'll just uh, throw in another message. Uh, I have been incredibly compromised. <laughs> I have made too many compromises today. I have made a grave mistake. No, no. <laughs> oh, lordy. Somebody should save him. I'm busy. <laughs> so is Barbas the guy up with us? He was. I think we're alone with the mark now. Are we? You are. Interesting. You know, flashback, that there's the thing where we got the stuff specifically for her, I remember. Fair enough. Yeah, we've got her. Would you like to try and get the others in on this in some way? Um, I don't think I'm like, like, if Isaac has a convenient way of getting in, um, I mean, <laughs> Andrew definitely doesn't, but, uh, me and Kayla definitely do, so. Kayla steps, steps off of Isaac's shoulders as the trench coat falls off. Just for fun, I, I'll say that Andrew does have a way into this one. As it turns out, the floors are not solid enough, such that Andrew could stand below you guys in the, uh, back room and be part of this. That still leaves Isaac. So I would listen to the vents or the... No, no, it's not listening. It's the wireless connection into brain space. Oh, okay, just being in the range of it, yeah. Yeah, you find the Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, so how does Isaac want to get in on this? Oh, I suppose it's not possible to transmit. Could park in the back alley or something? Yeah, how thick are the walls? <laughs> how far back is the office? Uh, the office isn't particularly fall ba- far back. The walls are fairly thick, but, you know, if only you had a, if you only had a contact for opening up the back door, right? Like him, well, oh, you know, he's not going to the back door. Probably relatively unguarded. I could try to hook you up. Sure, that would work. I was trying to think about life. No, I was trying to think about a way because the security guards took Gabe into the back room. So I was trying to think about a way I could make a distraction that would um, force security guards to do something. Does your soundboard have a fire alarm on it? Mm, well, so I haven't used the bus this session. Nobody's used the bus. That's true. So Auto I'm trying to think about ram down a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Just put in the remote control and drive Isaac into a wall. <laughs> Wait, no, guys, I've got why, the, I've got the, I've got, <laughs> so I've got my crazy like hacker rig there. I could just, I, I could, you know, I'll hold that in my back pocket until after we do the scene. Cause it doesn't, it takes us like no time at all to do the flashy thing. Right. Yeah. More or less. Um, I'll queue up a thing on the, uh, using, just, Using some part of the haptic gloves in this costume, they just becomes more elaborate as time goes on. <laughs> um, I'll queue up the I'll queue up the club as a as a 
the the club's uh, fire alarm as a target for the uh, for uh, the van's um, like wireless intrusion thing to yeah set off a fire alert. Okay, so you're just gonna set off a fire alarm. Yeah, but you know it's not obviously me doing it. Well, yes, you're not running over and pulling the fire alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly the uh, the building erupts into a deafening shriek. And the lights start flashing bright white as, uh, ah, do you you trigger it in any particular place? Uh, the club floor. All right. So uncomfortable surprise. A number of people on the dance floor are suddenly coated with a dark ink. (laughs) Oh, turns out that the club, turns out that the the club was originally a server farm and the, the, the fire suppression systems are all halon gas. (laughs) It just vacuums the chamber. <laughs> Millions are dead. Lock. <laughs> I think it mixed with the weird cinnamon smell. But yeah, the fire alarm goes off and people start rushing out the front doors. And there's actually a few that try to make it past you, Andrew, to the back door. How I guardy guess, are you? Uh, I guess like ushering them out. Um, it's like, all right, all right, move along, move along. It's, it's a drill, you know. Sorry, sorry. Fair enough. Yeah, the, spr- the sprinklers start going off in the main floor. People are getting doused. You see a couple of people come by who are covered in red ink, wondering what the hell happened. They think they're covered in blood. Say, like, is is that a thing? Do suppression systems use colored liquid? Some places do to uh, identify the starting location of where the suppression system went off. Huh. And to see if someone pulled the alarm sometimes. That's the less safety-related use of it, but primarily to, to do, like... Uh, analysis of where the fire went off anyway before while we're still alone with the mark we should hit the thing before i can yeah um, yeah give her the flashy thing with the dream bomb or the uh the, the seizure helmet yeah the dream bomb yeah. okay <laughs> gonna give her the nausea face gonna give him the d-bomb activate it's just like playing the fucking star music from yeah and uh everyone's in there at least close enough cool so All of you are brought into her dreamscape. She is scrambling out of her seat, but, uh, and she's rushing out towards the door, but suddenly your vision goes black and you hear a thud. And suddenly you find yourself in a stuffy sort of Victorian ballroom with black and white checker, checker box flooring. The place is rather dilapidated despite the fancy look of it and cracks are forming in the walls that stray cats are moving in and out of. You, um... So are the walls, like, undulating? No, there's just great gashes going up them towards the ceiling. Okay, you said forming, so I wasn't sure if the cracks were, like, opening and closing. Nah, it's not quite that, uh, Hellraiser. Okay, gotcha. You can see that there are a number of sort of ephemeral, uh, ephemeral people coming around. And, um, you see, standing in the center of the floor, a rather torn up looking Persephone wearing all black. In fact, very torn up. You can see big gashes down her skin, parts of her missing hands. One hand is off. One leg up to the knee is off. And yet she still stands there as if nothing happened. And with a bit of a moment to change your perspective, you can see that the checkerboard flooring is actually forming a chessboard that uh, stretches along the floor of the establishment. Uh, so we're all the, or is everybody on it like pieces? Yeah, more or less. You can, you, as, as you sort of try to understand it in that sense, you see, uh, that you can see a few people coming more into focus in that way. 
Mm-hmm. You can see that uh, she is. You can actually see behind her. Well, actually, several steps behind her and one to the left. She has left a hand sitting there on a spike in the middle of the uh, the checkerboard floor. Another few steps behind that, and a step to the right, you can see uh, you can see one of her legs. Uh, is there a, uh, is uh, one of what what quote unquote pieces are within range of her? Uh, she doesn't have any in particular range of her at the moment, but. Does it look like, is there anything that threatens one of the places where her body parts were? I'm assuming these are like check. Um, yes, although she doesn't seem to have a king on her side. She is actually standing in front of uh, a piece that uh, has the traditional markings of a queen. And it, it looks like she's taken up a protective position in front of it. Okay. You can see a, a king dressed in white across the way from her. Mm-hmm. But um, in both the spots you can move to that would put it into check, there is a uh, there is a rook on one side of the board crossing that line. And are okay, so I guess to to help, um, are the are all of these pieces like actual like people that are like that have like thing that that have things that are specifying what piece they would be in the game? Uh, Persephone is the only piece that appears human. Gotcha. Okay, chess pieces. Okay, um, I'm guessing her side is losing. It seems to be, or it's, and, it's, at, um, it's at the it's at a piece disadvantage and other yes. things. <laughs> the only pieces you can remain that you can see on her side are three pawns that stand off to her right, and she keeps looking at them sort of warily. And as you look at them as well, you can see that they're uh, decked out in gray. Uh, do either of them have beards? <laughs> <laughs> um. You get the feeling that's probably a decent interpretation of what's going on here. <laughs> sure. Okay, so while we have a moment to talk, um, mind explaining what just happened? Because, <laughs> like, are we going to make a like make every situation very crazy when we try and resolve these situations? Because that would be unpleasant <laughs> to do this frequently. Uh, we'll do it uh, at any any situation in which fucking random ass security guards drag mo- drag my brother who just identified me in a club in a back room. Uh, all right, I did not hear that, and I apologize. That makes sense for this situation. Yep, shady business. They are dragging him back out for something, and not in the back back door, somewhere else in the building. So yeah, if that happens again, yeah, I'm gonna do this, but. I was hoping to not have to, you know, set off some sprinklers. No, I get that. <sighs> She's All right, like, let's she see what behind her and pulls out a fucking like mug of chamomile tea. You take a breather. We have we have time in here. Takes off her uh, takes off her status friction helmet and just kind of lets it float away. As you shrink from being a full video game playing hippo to a person again. <laughs> to your one hit left Mario size. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did the right thing. It's more important that no one else get hurt. I agree. So what do we make of this? It seems like she's defending somebody. She's also powerful. Not powerful enough, though. Yeah, the collapsing house. What of um, this? Sorry? Pepper, Pepper's gonna, like, step onto the board in the direction of the white pieces. Alright, you're yeah. on the board. Okay, just making sure nothing's reacting to her first. No, it seems like, for the, for the most part, we're passive observers in this. As you are standing there sort of discussing it, you see a bishop move into place in a place where uh, it could capture both the knights, Persephone, and the queen behind her. You can see Persephone reach up and tear a part of her skin off of her jaw 
and throw it to the king across the board, and the bishop moves out of place again. Okay, okay. Probably being controlled or threatened, then. Protection Most likely. Yeah. Blackmail, maybe? Possibly something worse. I'm thinking, like I said, I'm thinking protection racket. I mean, sorta. We're, we're not just here because of some people going missing, much as that's not a good thing, not suggesting that. We're also here because of its ties to what we're already looking into. Now that you mention it, did any of you uh, smell that when you came in? The cinnamon? Yeah, then it got just real uh, real groovy all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just think I'm generally in a good mood when I go to clubs. I don't know, I've never been to club scene, but I don't, it, it just started sinking in there. Alright, we'll have to do some analysis on that. I've got a I've got a monitor here so I can hopefully tap into some of the radio stuff, see what they're doing to the implants. Let's see. So anyone who's looking at the pieces, you notice one more thing about the king on the opposing side. The the opposing king is colored white, although you can tell it's a recent paint job and you can see flecks of black below it. Hmm. Mm, right, because she doesn't have a king on her side. Someone <laughs> who used to be close. Betrayal? Very possibly. Might have sold her out. Uh, is there another king on the white side? This is it a double king situation? There is not. Double king, stack up the two crowns, go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Although it did appear that uh, rather than moving of, under its own locomotion, the pieces are being picked up and moved. By like an invisible force or is there somebody above? By an invisible force. Whereas uh, Persephone has to move herself. So layers right. and layers. So... Fighting against another organization that is controlled by something that she doesn't even understand. Puppets upon puppets upon puppets. Don't you love our modern setup here? Yeah, this is whole situation's like a fucking ogre. I like puppets. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to think of Matryoshka. I've been there myself, so uh, yeah. Uh, Pepper's gonna walk over to uh, to uh, Persephone there. See if like she notices when something that isn't the chess game gets near. She throws a foot at you. <laughs> she just sort of glances in your direction, but it seems she's trying to keep the majority of her attention on the situation around her. And even more often than she glances at you, she's glancing back at the queen. Hmm. I don't suppose you talk. Probably she, not, but now she's ripped her jaw off, right? That wouldn't help. Well, she's missing a lot of skin, but the jaw is still there. She uh, looks back at you. The You can see the bones moving beneath the uh, the hole in the flesh. What? You do. Good. Um, hmm. Are you losing? There's no winning, only survival. And what happens if you don't if you don't win? You said you said there's only survival, but do you do you die? A side with no ruler can't stand. And what does it take to survive? Sacrifice. Your own? More than ever before. Is it worth it? Undoubtedly. Because it seems like the other team has taken side it seems like the other team's uh it's open season, open recruitment. I'll do what it takes. Are there any identifying features on the queen piece? There are not, not that you recognize. Okay. Because I just gotta say, you're doing a lot for somebody who isn't paying you back. I do what is necessary. Who is the other player? Who moves the pieces? Someone who shared my role long ago. When a knight moves to the back rank, they become an another piece. Do they? Is that a chess thing? It is not a chess thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's asking that too. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, normally, normally it's Pawns, I think. Pawns the far side of the board get a change. Hmm. The wife played a lot. I just 
watched you see, you see the pawns. They're like the soldiers. They get kept quick, you know? <laughs> the wife played a lot in the kitchen. I just sort of watched her move the pieces around. I was there, I guess. I watched, I watched her kick my ass. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> happened in like three turns once. I don't know how it happened. Pawns will stay pawns forever. Untrue. <laughs> yeah, you just don't know the rules very well. Maybe that's part of it. Well, I mean, like, majority of pawns that stay stay pawns for it. Like, we've, like you ever watch this show called The Wire? Did you ever watch a show called Leverage? <laughs> Way back in the day. And then the universe collapses on it. <laughs> oh, no! It ran for something between one and nine seasons. <laughs> so what happens? You just keep this up until you fall? That's how it has to be. Why? The queen must stand. What happens once you do fall? I won't. You sure about that? I'm sure because I have to be. The queen must stand. If she could be protected, if you could win, would you take that opportunity? If the queen were protected from the other pieces, she looks at you and manages a small smile with a torn apart jaw. Knights move in unpredictable ways. Okay. Well, she's going to turn around to everyone else. It sounds like we have more than one client in this job. Hmm. And at least three targets. Probably more. Yeah, this uh, exploded a bit, huh? I mean, I guess, you know, wasn't exactly expecting this whole technological conspiracy to be simple. Well, if it helps, we just kind of cleared the building out of anyone who wouldn't be employed. We do want to go loud. Yeah, can you, like, look, uh, uh, there's a lot of things happening right now, but I need you to get my brother out of there. Ah, uh, whatever. This job sucked anyway. Benefits are garbage. Dust this off an arm and actual dust comes off. <laughs> Oh, we feel like we understand everything. Take out the three head goons and uh, see who they work for, I guess. Hmm. If we need to offer well, protection services. Or, well, not protection, but while she's, I don't know, maintaining the stalemate, we go after the king. The pawns are on the white side? The, her, her pawns are gray. Okay. And those are the three people that guard dog is from what we can tell. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's got something happening then. Something that's, yeah, something that's not presently is in no position to defend her, I guess. Or is working both sides, I'm not 100%. Well, interestingly, I don't think their job's to defend her. At least not from the other side. Well, they're also not defending the queen. I think we have enough to start going with. We so didn't you... sign on for simple jobs with this sort of... Yeah, truth. That would be boring anyway. I mean, to way. be fair, I would take a simple job if it were offered. I just want that on the table. I'm not going to oh. turn down a simple job. Oh, good lord, yes, absolutely. <laughs> just a vacation day once, something oh, like that. Man, yeah, if we got to go to Fiji for our job, think about that. Can someone have a Fiji dream sometime? Heck writes, yeah. <laughs> writes down Fiji. <laughs> we already went to a tropical island. But it had, like, ghost tentacles. It was a vacation. I wouldn't call that a tropical island. It was in the middle of mist and covered like the ground oozed gross junk. I mean, it's like it's like Super Mario Sunshine, right? No, oh, Isaac, have you spent the uh, have you spent the recruitment job? No. Take a plot point for referencing it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, you guys are gonna handle the higher ups. I should just uh, a little bro out of there. Is that it? Uh, if you <sighs> could, yeah, that would be. I would appreciate that tremendously. Isaac, you're staying outside. You need a back door open. I think the back door is already going to be open, right? Yeah, I figure people are going to leave through it while they think a fire is happening. I mean, they could make a fire happen. You want a fire to happen? I mean, I can make a fire happen, and I'm less skilled than you in that. So. 
Oh, look at me. I'm a thief. Oh. Mm. I can start fires. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's you. Like that's I what you to, sound like. It's almost like I know how to turn off stove on in a place that has, <laughs> has heating. I'm working Weird. with children. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> Never felt so young. It's good for the blood. All right. Well, I'll make sure the doors open, Isaac, if you want to get physical on this. Yeah, and it'll pop out. He'll get real. Okay. So everyone's hopping out? Yeah. Yep. All right. So you see something rather unfortunate, uh, Andrew. Mm-hmm. The back door is open, and you can see the fire truck pulling into the back into the back parking lot. Ah, damn it. They're already here. Any indication of how long we were out? Well, uh, how well do you know fire par- fire protocol? Probably not great. Loosely. It's like 10 to 30 minutes. Yeah, you guess about 10 minutes. That was a long dream. Okay, we're going slower to the fastest time. Whatever. We just uh, spent a long time analyzing a chess game. Yeah. Plus, um, there was an extenuating circumstance. Ooh. The people, the people upstairs. You see, uh, you come to in your seats, and you see, uh, you see Persephone on the ground with a bump forming on her forehead from where she fell unconscious and hit the door frame. <laughs> <sighs> okay, we need to learn how to handle this stuff more. Yeah, just make sure. Yeah, make sure the door's open, and then go book after the. I guess we'll carry her out then. Uh, beauty. Uh, she is coming too. Miss Peters. Uh, what? Uh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. It was the, the the fire alarm was going off? We need to we need to go. You're right. We I'm, do need to go. I'm sorry. Um, this is very awkward. I'll have to agree with that. Um, I think we need to have a longer conversation outside. Are the rates not agreeable to you? No. I think you need our help. Well. I mean, the business isn't doing that bad. No, no. I mean, with more of the incredibly unfortunate situation you find yourself in. Uh, Oh, I thought... And I don't mean falling unconscious inside a house. I mean, uh, inside your place of work. I mean, more over the uh, thing that's tearing you apart. The coffee house across the street? Coffee house across the street. Public but private. Uh, make make sure, um, I, I apologize for any sort of water damages you might have. Ah, I see. Um, well, we'll have words. She gets up to her feet, dusts herself off, and walks out just as confidently as she walked into the meeting room, although rubbing her forehead. For what it's worth, we only have the best intentions. I hope you mean that, or there's going to be hell to pay. <laughs> hey. What better place to pay it than here? Let's see. Well, you have just met another client, and it is rather late in the evening, so wait, what, does that seem like a good place to cut it? Uh, Seems good to me. Yeah, are we gonna do a step, or are we gonna do rapid flashback, or continue this next job? Uh, you'll basically be continuing it. Normally, this would be a continuation of the original job, but just because of the time. Sure. So this is like a reversal complication. Uh, what is it? Mark is actually the client. Yes, there's there's actually uh there, there's actually a number of scenarios in the fixer section of the book that's like a uh, one possible twist is Mark is actually in need. Yeah, that that showed up in the show a couple times too. Yeah, yeah. I the one I remembered better was client is actually the mark. <laughs> yeah. That, oh that, man, that's good. I forgot about that. I mean, that's <laughs> the first episode of the show is clients the mark. I mean, true, but like, man, didn't you guys have one of those too in their uh, in your last campaign? Yep, that was also our first game. Was client was the mark? Oh, Actually, I don't remember any. Or no, no, it was laid on arms. Leverage. It was this. It was the second second something with the guns. Yeah, the charity job. Those rascally marks. Yeah, charity job was the first one because magic job was number two because we didn't do a recruitment job. Nifty. 
All right. So um, there's not much of a wrap up to do, but uh, we will get to uh, the second half of the underworld job later. Well, it's not cool. just called underworld. I'm stepping away from the job, quote unquote. What was the what metric. was the second? The arc. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> now for our next episode, Underworld Resurrection. The Underworld uh, Rise of the Lichens. The, the second job was called Dissonance. Your brother's so, a werewolf or no? <laughs> and not Mozart's ass or assonance, which were <laughs> which were other things that we just we discussed. <laughs> Man, we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're adults right we sure are making we sure are capable of making jokes comprised of saying the word ass 12 times Listen, that's pros. what i find most of my humor in as should be evident by the fact i'm making those jokes <laughs> thank you for listening audience and stay tuned for the thrilling conclusion next time on leverage name, do you have a name for this campaign yet <laughs> Uh, mind freaks. Uh, we are not calling it mind freaks. <laughs> Chris Angels. Chris's Angels. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> In President Dustin from Stranger Things Secret Service. <laughs> President Dustin from Stranger Things presents <laughs> Leverage. <laughs> oh, I got school on a max. It's a good one. That's how you know it's fresh. <laughs> God, I hope literally anybody else finds this as funny as we do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure other people are at least going to find humor in President Dustin for <laughs> Look, man, campaigning is complicated. <laughs> man, I wasn't peaking my audio until now, but my tricks are too low. <laughs> Sometimes you have to make sacrifices. <laughs> And say the oh, word. Okay, I'm, I'm shutting off my recording now. <laughs> Thank you for listening, Internet. Oh, fuck me. All right. Uh, again.